0: This is Metal Mike, and in this episode, I welcome back my buddy Rob Wilde from the band Midnight City. We get caught up on their new killer release, In at the Deep End. And of course, we have to do a top 10, and this time, it's our favorite metal concert t-shirts, man. It's a fun one. Check it out. Well, Rob, welcome back to the 80s Glam cast, brother. How are you?
1: How you doing, Mike?
0: Doing great, buddy. You got a great new album out uh in at the deep end how's the reception so far man how's things going with it
1: oh it's it's been amazing mate it honestly really has um obviously it's our, this is our fourth album so we're, we're racking it up now you know so it's uh four, four albums in sort of uh six and a half years so we, we we're not exactly lazy but um but yeah the uh the the reception to this new album has just been off the scale i mean we the the pre- uh, previous three albums have always uh, been you know well received and stuff and um we we we've had great reviews across the board over those albums but it just seems to be this one seems to have just sort of gone through the roof a little bit more i don't know whether it's just because we it's just so 80s sounding um and we, we kind of, you know, when we came to the mix of the album, we, we totally went down that route of making it sound as as 80s as possible. So I don't know whether people are, you know, really picking up on that this time around. I don't know. But um, honestly, I've, I've not seen a bad review yet. So uh, I might be jinxing it, but, uh, but so far, so good.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you kind of nailed it when you said it's more 80s than the 80s. Because one thing you guys do a great job with, as always, is you honor that late 80s, early 90s sound. And another thing that comes to mind when I hear it is, it's you're your very single conscious too. Because as you're like when you're going in, it's almost it reminded me of back when I was a kid and I would listen to an album and I knew I could tell which songs were the singles. You know, like when you hear someday. Like that screams like a, it's the single, and it was the first song you released. And then "Hardest Heart to Break" was your your ballad that you released second. And you know, as a fan, when you're listening, it's like, oh, oh, that's the single. You know, you kind of getting back to that old mindset that we had when we were younger.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, mate. I mean, spot on with that. I mean, um, I mean, that's how. You know, the, the stuff that I grew up on, you know, the, those albums, you know, where bands did think about they, they They thought about, the, you know, the placement also of, of, of where the songs would go on the album. And, you know, that's that's really important as well. But as a songwriter, I mean, I come from, as you know, Mike, you know, all, from all the, the classic, you know, late 80s, early 90s, hair uh, metal stuff. And, you know, the Desmond Childs and the Diane Warrens and all that <laughs> kind of stuff so um when i'm writing i'm always very conscious of um i always try and you know when i'm writing i always try and and make every song you know a potential single you know i mean obviously some more obvious singles than others like you said with someday and hardest heart to break and you know there's easily i mean back in the day there could have been at least another four singles off this album you know but um but uh yeah i always kind of set out to try and write singles really um you know um so uh, yeah, it kind of works. It's just that, you know, from years of, of just listening this stuff and kind of dissecting it, you know, and uh, it's just kind of what comes out when I start writing songs, I guess, you know.
0: Yeah, you kind of talked about how you really, you know, try to get the sound that you're looking for, you know, honor the 80s. And I feel like with this one, it may even be a little bit more pop metal than ever, you know, and it's like, it's got a really positive vibe. Uh, is there stuff going on that, that's bringing this out for this one?
1: yeah that's a good question um actually a few people have picked up on that and um i think one of the one of the things that happened was um on our last album uh itch you can't scratch which came out two years ago um that album was recorded well it was written and recorded right in the middle of all the covid stuff so it was it was a horrible time for for everybody really and uh you know it's a miracle we got that album done because we we didn't actually get together once it was recorded in five different studios all over the uk and um and just getting together to even do you know get the photo shoot done for the album was just like a monumental task because nothing was open venues wouldn't open uh When the album came out, we couldn't tour straight away. We had to wait a few months before, you know, venues started kind of opening again. So it was kind of a weird time. And I think um, that album's a lot heavier, and and I I would never say dark because that's that's one word that that, that doesn't go hand in hand with Midnight City. But I think um, there were some moments that were slightly. Edgier and a little bit darker on that album, and I think a lot of it was to do with what was going on in the world. And and obviously, two years later, you know, thank God we're, we're through, we're out of all that COVID crap, and um, we've come out the other end. And uh, we just felt going into this album really positive. Um, we we switched drummers actually as well. Uh, our old drummer, we, we parted company with him, um, and we brought a new drummer in and uh he he brought kind of like a new lease of life into the band as well and i think we were just really everybody was just in in a in a better mood and 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 i think that comes out on on the album and the songwriting and and just the way the album sounds you know it's like you said it's a lot more positive a lot more um, it's just a really happy album, you know, it's it's <laughs> simple as that, you know. It's uh yeah, it's it's definitely if you're down in the dumps, this is the album you need to just stick on, that's all I'm gonna say.
0: I gotta say, this is like your crazy nights, right? <laughs>
1: absolutely mate. yeah and we 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 absolutely dialed up the keyboards to 10 on this album as well which was quite funny because uh yeah the the, uh our keyboard player sean was always sort of saying well you know the keyboards need to come up in the mix and and i always agreed with him but um the our old drummer who actually produced and uh mixed the, the first three albums he wasn't like a massive keyboard fan so he would always kind of you know mix the keyboards down a little bit so um so yeah i mean we we actually produced this album ourselves but then when the album was done we we brought um chris in to mix it who um i'm sure you were who he is i mean he's worked with uh god he's worked with europe and and crash diet and crazy licks and and um he's he's incredible Incredible uh, producer and engineer, and mixing guy, and uh, and he, he mixed the album with us. And he was just he loved it. He was like when we first started working, he, he the first thing he said was, you know, what kind of sound are you going for? And we we told him two things. We said uh, we want we want the keyboards nice and loud in the mix, and we want to want it to sound as '80s as possible. Like we're not interested in sounding contemporary. You know like a lot of bands do you know they, they kind of have all these influences that we have but then they kind of try and almost like dumb, dumb them down a little bit and kind of you know try and appeal to people who listen to today's music and i've never really understood that because if you if you're listening to rock bands that sound like you know Rock bands from 2023—they're not going to listen to Midnight City anyway. So you might as well just, you know, please your fans, please the people that do like your music, you know. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, he absolutely did an incredible job of mixing the album, and uh, yeah, it's it's without doubt our crazy nights album. There's 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 no doubt about that.
0: (laughs) You know, that's great because Chris Chris is great. I've talked to him on the podcast before, so he's got a great ear for that kind of stuff. And you made a great point, and I was thinking about this too, and I, I didn't write it down to bring it. Up, but i'm glad you brought it up was right you see a lot of bands that are from the 80s and, and i won't mention any names because i don't want to hurt anybody's feelings and they, but they put albums out this year and i'm listening to it and it's like it's cool but it's like not what i want you know what i mean like it's to me it's not them i don't i don't know if they're just i get it everybody's got their own artistic vision that they want to follow but i feel like if you're known for for what you're known for put it out there man and, and please the fans i'm with you 100 percent.
1: yeah I, th- I think that's kind of what what we did on this album was we, we did we did exactly that because yeah to me i know i i I probably know the bands that you're talking about um because i feel the same about them (laughs) they're they're quite new albums that i've listened to and and they were kind of like yeah they're good albums but i don't know i think everything kind of sounds everybody everything's got the same drum sound you know everybody's sort of using the same you know sounds for everything and, and that was one thing that we we really with chris i mean he totally got what we were doing so much so that um the drums on the album for example i mean it's all live drums uh it's a live drummer that played on um on the album um but they're all re-triggered uh using um uh, drums which is basically what uh, if you listen to uh deaf leopards adrenalize that's basically the same the same drum sound. <laughs> so if you put those albums on back to back, you know, we got the the Def leopard drum sound. I mean, for the guitars, we, 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 uh, Chris reamped them, um, using like Rockman, L- little uh, Rockmans, which is again the, the, the guitar effects that Def Leppard used a lot back in the day. Um, so it was just, you know, Chris had a great time because he said to us, you know, halfway through mixing the album that. So I don't get to do this anymore. You know, go go and use all my like vintage gear, you know, that, like nobody wants to use and we're like, no, we want to use that. So um, he absolutely loved it. And uh, at the end of the end of the um, when he mixed the album at the end, he actually said, which was really nice because he's such a talented guy. He said, you know, it's been a real honor to mix this album because I, I really, really love the album. I love every song on it. So. So yeah, it was it was great working with him, and I think moving forward, we'll we'll more than likely uh, work with Chris again in, in the future.
0: But you know, we got to mention you got some pretty hard rockers on here too. It's not it's not all pop metal. I mean, you got "Raise the Dead," "Ready the Ready to Go." So you've got some pretty cool hard rocking tunes on here too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, I mean you got to balance it out, you know, because it, if it was just, you know. 10 songs of you know someday or whatever it would get pretty boring but um but yeah you know we we got the the kick-ass rock songs we got the 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 high energy fun you know melodic hair metal stuff and then we've got the the big ballads on there as well and uh it's just you know like i said it's everything that that kind of if you grew up in the late 80s and love this kind of stuff. This is everything that you need in an album. So, there you go. Awesome. <laughs> Shameless plug right there. <laughs> you know,
0: one thing when I was listening to this album and I was thinking about for you guys and I thought about this for myself for some of the things that I do, you know, I feel like we grew up in a great time, but, like, we're, like, adults in, like, a shitty time. You ever feel that? Like, I feel like if, if you guys were to come out in the, the, like, 19... Let's say this album was released in 1990. You'd be, like, a platinum band. You know what I mean? But for some reason, it's like, uh-huh. it's, like, the timing of everything is off. I felt I sometimes think, like, a show like mine, oh, my God, I could probably be on a big radio station or, or I have an MTV segment, but now, you know, I just, I'm on a podcast. So it is funny to think, like, like it, you know, it's great... To have the freedom to do what you want to do, but sometimes you, you think of like, what if this? If we were back thirty years or something like that, where where would we be? You know. So.
1: Oh mate tell me about it. I mean, I I, I think about that all the time. I, in fact, I try not to think about it because it gets me pretty <laughs> depressed. But uh but yeah, I mean, it's it's true. I mean, if we if we'd a band had released a song like "Hardest Heart to Break" back in like nineteen eighty nine, I mean, that would have been on MTV you know 10 times a day you know and uh so it yeah it, it, it's it's quite cruel to think of, of where we could have been if we'd all been born um a hell of a lot earlier but um but it is what it is i think you just got to kind of make the most of it and, and uh at least you know more than anything we're, we're making the music that, that we love to create and uh we're doing things how we want to do them you know and it's kind of if you love it great if you don't like it then it doesn't matter because we, we, we just do what we do what we love to do anyway So um, at least we've got the freedom to, to do whatever we want to do and and for the most part people really like it So that's all that matters really.
0: Yeah, definitely man. Well, it's a great album I think everybody needs to check it out. I'll put some links to uh, your videos in, in the uh, in my videos description So yeah, another great one, man.
1: Thanks, Mike. Cheers, bud
0: well You know, every time you come on, I I have to pick your brain and have to ask you about a a list or something from back in the day. And I thought a perfect one for this one would be is talking about our 10 favorite hair model concert t-shirts from back in the day. I think this was such a big part of the scene, you know. It, It was obviously we had the videos. We had the music. We had the tours. But man, when you wore that shirt, right, that told people you were a metalhead. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then when you, know, yeah. when you saw, you met people in the mall or, or you were chasing after girls in the mall and you guys had the, the band shirts on, that was a good uh, icebreaker for conversation. Mm-hmm. Did you run into that kind of stuff uh, where you were in uh, England? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but, but it, I had the kind of the opposite reaction. It was more uh, I would wear the shirts and, and try and not get beat up. So... <laughs> I would just be getting loads of abuse, but I, I didn't care anyway, so I would just like walk down the street in, the, in my very unpopular band shirts, and, and everyone would just rip the shit out of me, basically. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I did have a little bit of that, too. It, it did happen. So, why don't you hit me with one, man? How about what's your number 10? What was one of your favorites from back in the day?
1: all right well i've not really got them in a sort of an order of any description but um but one of my favorite um yeah i'll just jump in one of my favorite t-shirts which i a lot of these i still have um a lot of them i don't uh this one i don't but Uh, it's the Danger, Danger, Screw It t-shirt from 1992, and uh, I absolutely love that t-shirt. It's obviously the, uh, uh, I thought they, it, they they actually did a really good job of recreating the album cover on a bl- black t-shirt because the album covers kind of, you know, got the green background and stuff like that, and uh, but they kind of they kind of reworked it. So they've got, you know, the danger danger logo really big in big blettering on the front with the The monkey holding the girl and then on the back uh, it's It's got the really cool kind of um, uh, It's got screw it um, on the back and then it's spray painted out um, And I absolutely loved that uh, t-shirt. I thought it was it was so cool um, and we we kind of um, We kind of nicked that idea, stole the idea uh, from one of uh, the early Midnight City T-shirts. And and it was, I think it was on the first album. So our T-shirt had the Midnight City logo on the the front. And then on the back, it had our tour dates. And it had um, Summer of Our Lives at the top of it. But over the summer, we kind of spray-painted it out and we put um, tour over the top of it. So instead of Summer of Our Lives, it became sort of Tour of Our Lives. So it was but it was totally uh stolen the idea was totally stolen off the the back of the uh the danger danger screw it t-shirt so (laughs) and that one for me was uh it's that literally i think it, it just faded and faded and faded to a point where it was just completely gray and all the print had come off it, and then I think my mom just went in my room one day and just chucked it in the bin because it was just, <laughs> the thing was falling apart. So, uh, so yeah, I, I that's one of my favorites. I love that T-shirt.
0: You know, you made a great point. So when you wore it so much or you wore it in a pool or something like that and it got all faded, you know, that that actually made it look cooler. Like I think the gnarlier they looked, the cooler it was. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. There was a fine line though, because eventually it was just like a, it was just a great T-shirt. There was so little print on it that you couldn't even make out that it even said danger, danger on it. Right? So, uh, <laughs> so yeah.
0: That's a great one. Well, my number ten is probably the most non-hair metal per se one, but it's it's one that just uh, I always remember, and it's a cool design. And it's a Queensrÿche Empire tour shirt, and what was cool about the tour shirt, I don't know if you've ever seen this uh, shirt, I got it right at the show, uh, it was done by Pusshead, who did all the Metallica stuff, so they basically had like an American flag, but instead of the stars they had the Queensryche uh, logo. Then you had uh, a big dollar sign, like an S, that was done like made out of rock, and then there was two hypodermic needles to make the dollar sign, and there was a bunch of skull heads on the ground. And it was weird because, honestly, I think that was a way cooler design than what they had for Empire, the album. The album was really simplistic. It was really just their their symbol with, with, with Empire on it. But this drawing that they used for the tour shirt was so cool. I used to love that shirt. I wore it all over the place. So not like as fun as, as the, the Danger Danger, but a really cool image that I think they should have used for the album cover.
1: Oh, cool. Cool. I'll have to have a look. Um, I, I don't recall that T-shirt, but I, I, I'm sure I can uh, do a Google search and find it.
0: Oh, yeah. And what's cool, you know, I guess what sucks if you're somebody who has the original shirt, but like for anybody else, I mean, you could buy these shirts, a reprints of, of pretty much any shirt you can think of on eBay or wherever. It's pretty wild that you can get those old shirts again. That's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's great. I, I've noticed that as well. So I've been I've been kind of rebuying a lot of old T-shirts that I used to have back in the day. So, yeah.
0: All right, man. What you got for your next one?
1: Right. Surprise, surprise. I've got a Kiss shirt. You know I had to have a Kiss shirt. Otherwise, it, it wouldn't be right. So, uh, But the the, uh, the shirt that I've actually got, and I, I've recently, um, a really good friend of mine um, actually literally gave me his t- a bunch of t-shirts which i'll tell you about in a minute but uh, yeah the t-shirt i'm talking about is a crazy nights um 19, eight, i know the album came out in 87 but it's the 1988 tour shirt so it's basically got um the, the um the the members of kiss stood on the front uh it's got kiss in huge letters uh and red at the back and then it's got the uh you know the shikara symbol at the front um, and uh, and then on the back, it's it just in white, huge letters. It, it says, "I went crazy with Kiss," which I just thought I just loved it. And uh, I I had the t shirt back in the day again, so I wore it to death and. I don't know what happened, it, like a lot of my t-shirts sort of went missing, you know, ex-girlfriends probably <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stole yeah. them or whatever and you know I'd always be trying to find where the hell's my Kiss t-shirt and I yeah, yeah, I never got that one back but um, I've got a really good friend of mine who lives here in the UK who comes, um, a really big fan of Midnight City and uh, comes out to see my solo gigs and stuff and uh, he came out to see me, uh, I was on tour with Ted Poli, um back in March and he came out to, to one of my shows. And he said, I've got I've got a bunch of T-shirts that I'm going to send to you that I just, you know, I just don't wear anymore. So he basically sent me in the post, um, I think it was about 15 wow. vintage tour shirts of you name a band, you know, everybody was in there from from Winger to Warrant to you name it. But original T-shirts, like not not reprints, original T-shirts. And I was I couldn't believe it when he sent them to me. I said, look, if you put all this stuff on eBay, you could literally make you know, an absolute ton of money, you know, you should want to give these to me. And he was like, absolutely. You're the, the, the only guy that I can think of who, uh, will uh, appreciate these, uh, t-shirts as much as you. So, uh, I actually got uh, my kiss crazy nights t-shirt back. So, and I, I wear it to death. So I kind of like got to like, uh, maybe not try and wear it every single day. Otherwise I, I don't want to, cause it's already a little bit kind of worn. Um, so I, I, I I kind of try and alternate it, but it's without doubt my favorite torture.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that one because I had that one too. And I was going to try to piggyback that one with another KISS shirt. So I'll just talk about it now. I had that same shirt. I think I wore it in a swimming pool and it turned almost like brown. And then I remember making it into a tank top. But yeah, that one is so cool. And I think I saw a picture of you. Did you post, I think you posted a picture of yourself with that shirt on, maybe on Instagram or something. I saw you in that shirt recently and it, and it brought back you memories cause <laughs> I had forgotten about it. You know, I was like, oh my God, that shirt was so cool. Yeah,
1: I went to, uh, because uh, KISS, came Kiss played the final tour um over here um in uh june, uh june and july so i went to two of the shows and um i wore uh, yeah for one of the shows i wore an asylum shirt but the other shirt the other show i think it was the, uh, the the show in birmingham uh yeah that was that was right before the gig i i, I had to rock out the uh, the crazy night shirt. nice
0: well my number nine was another one that i picked up at a concert I saw him on the Hey Stupid Tour, but I think the shirt comes from the Trash the World Tour. And it's basically like uh, half of the thing is a skull face, and then the other half of it is Alice's face. And he, wear, he used to wear this shirt a lot on stage. And I think it was maybe just a leftover when I got it because I saw him on Operation Rock and Roll with Judas Priest and Motorhead and all those guys. So I picked that shirt up uh uh at that show and it was it was super cool i was enjoyed having it because i was a big alice cooper fan the only thing that i was and i'll get your take on this i never really cared for white t-shirts i always liked black but this one was white and it was a pretty cool design so yeah that that was that was a fun one
1: yeah i was never into the white either um i had maybe a couple but yeah they, they, it just they didn't look right did they so i i was kind of i always strayed away from me at uh, the white t-shirts but i know exactly the t-shirt you're talking about because i had i didn't have that one but i had um the uh i think he, he, at the time he was just it was a trash t-shirt and he's just sort of stood stood on the front i think he's got a whip oh, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and then on the back <laughs> it's just trash up the trash on the back or whatever and because oh, no. uh, i i love that I, I was never a massive i was never into the 70s alice cooper but I, but those big 80s albums especially the trash album i mean i i, I love that era i thought it was great so uh, yeah i know that's a really cool shirt that's a really good one all
0: right man give me hit me with, it with your number eight.
1: right so number eight i'm going in with uh surprise surprise here we go uh poison and Ooh. uh this was from the uh open up on say tour and this one i don't even remember this one um it had um and i've have got this one i've still got this one I, wear, I still wear this one quite a lot uh and it's got like the wolf on the front and um it, it, it's got. I'm actually looking at it right now. On the, on the front, it, it says um, that the, basically the wolf. I don't, <laughs> why there's a wolf on it, I don't know. Right? But the wolf is basically saying under, at the bottom of the t-shirt, "If you hate poison, you're wrong." <laughs> Dead wrong. <laughs> I, I, like I don't know where the, the wolf came from or what the significance of that was, but uh, it's he's got the, the poison logo's huge on the front, and it's got the wolf, and then and then on the back, which I always thought was really cool, it has poison, and then in big letters, it has security under underneath Ooh, it okay. um, in gr- in big green letters. Um, so uh, I always love that t-shirt, and. Um, and I still, I, Poison always had great t-shirts. I thought, you know, especially in that kind of, um, you know, open up to say our flesh and blood era, you know, I, and I had a shitload of uh, the, the the Poison shirts. But that was always my favorite one. I think it was just because the the print was so big on the t-shirt. You know, it, it filled it fills up the entire t-shirt, and the logo is absolutely ridiculous. It's almost like as big as the Kiss logo on the the uh, Crazy Night shirt. But uh, but I still have that one. So uh, and I still. Um, I'll have to take a picture on that and post the picture on that Instagram for you, Mike. Yeah,
0: you will, because I don't remember that one. But, you know, funny thing about Poison, I've bought in a lot of Poison shirts recently. And for some reason, I don't know how it is in the UK, but here in America... You know, a lot of these, I don't know, they're getting licensed and they're ending up in, like, department stores. I've gotten two Poison shirts recently, and I think they're only eight ninety-nine. Like, you can't find this shit online <laughs> that cheap. And uh, they're cool shirts. One I got—they're uh, The first one I got was, like, almost like a, it's like a magenta or purple shirt, which is kind of cool, like something different. And it's got, like, four squares of them uh, from the Look With The Cat Dragged In era, and it's got the Poison logo across the middle. Then I got another one that was black. And it had um, also oh, them from open up and say ah, and it just says nothing but a good time. But like I said, for eight ninety nine, I mean, I, every time I see these things, it's like I'm a kid in a candy store. I can't resist. I'm like I got to buy this. So so I've got I've got a couple of new uh, poison shirts, but like I said, just buying them at department stores.
1: Oh, nice, man. Yeah, I've noticed that the when you look online, there's a lot of poison stuff. I don't I don't know what what the deal is. Whether they they they're aware of that or whether it's kind of they are they are being officially licensed not i don't know but like you say and same with ebay you go on ebay you know and they're all kind of reprints but there's you know there's definitely not a shortage of of, uh, poison t-shirts out there that's Uh, for
0: sure not at all man uh this one is my my last one that's white and i had but this one was so cool man Uh, for my number eight i'm going with uh wasp the last command and i was a big wasp nut when i was a kid and this one was really cool. It had the cover of the Last Command, and then it had some weird like eagle on the back, like holding an arrow, and it says "Who Dares Wins," which I think Kiss wanted to use that for an album title, but they never did. But um, yeah, that was a that was a super cool
1: one. Oh cool, yeah, um, yeah, that was yeah, Kiss wanted to use that album title for Crazy Nights. Mm-hmm. That was the the initial uh, the working title for Crazy Nights. So, uh, but yeah, that that's a cool one. I I kind of vaguely remember. The t-shirt you're talking about because um, because wasp are actually um it, you know we, we talked many times before about the hair metal thing not being that big over in the uk but there were certain bands that were really popular and whatever reason wasp was always a really popular band in the uk so um yeah i, I knew a bunch of friends that were big wasp fans and you know around the headless children period so so yeah so um the, the next one i've got um is winger And it's uh, from their first album, and again, I still have this one, and uh, I don't wear this one too often because it's, it's literally again just falling and <laughs> falling apart. Um, but it's got the uh, it's got the first album cover on the front, and then on the back, it's got all the tour dates, and uh, the tour is called. Wait for this too tough to tame tour oh i remember that yeah too tough to tame <laughs> like, I, I just love the title obviously it's, it's it's a a line from uh the song madeleine off the first album but i just love the fact that it says too tough for too tough to tame tour like <laughs> ni- 1989 and it's got all these um a, a ton of tour dates on the back but i always love that t-shirt because i i was a big um love the first two winger albums and kind of as soon as it got to like pull i was kind of like yeah, yeah i kind of like checked out a little bit And uh, you know i know they're, they're still releasing music now but um but those first two albums i absolutely loved and uh and uh yeah so that one and, and that one i still have and that is an actual uh, an, an original i think it might actually be 1988 rather than 89 so uh but, um, but that only makes an appearance uh, every, every, every now and then. Otherwise, uh, it, it literally will fall apart while, whilst I'm wearing it one of these days.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I'm jealous, man. I never had a winger shirt. And I was just, before you even said winger, while we were talking, I was thinking, you know, that's one band I never had a shirt of. So I, I got to get myself a winger shirt.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: All right. My number seven. And I totally forgot about this one until somehow it popped into my memory as I was making my list. Kiss Smashes, Thrashes, and Hits shirt. And what was so cool about this shirt was it didn't say Smashes, Thrashes, or Hits anywhere on it. It was just the cover design. And the Kiss logo was really cool. I want to say it was silver with like a light blue... you know, uh, details around it. And I just thought that image was really bright. Like the red, red was really sharp on it. And on the back, which was interesting, is it said live tour 89, right? And we all know there was no live tour in 89. So I don't know if they were talking maybe at the time to do a tour for uh, Smashes or if they knew that maybe they would tour Hot in the Shade in 89. But Hot in the Shade didn't start till 90. But that shirt I always thought was super cool. And uh, I, I wouldn't mind getting a repo of that one if it's out there
1: yeah i I've, I've seen that one somewhere recently and um because the thing that got me was um like you said with the the back print about the the, the live tour 1989 uh which makes it really interesting because i i'm presuming that would have been um maybe on the back of pl- you know planning shows on the back of doing you know some some shows to promote smashes thrashes and hits rather yeah. than um hot in the shade which would, would i mean hot in the shade didn't come out until it was sort of like late 89 wasn't it so yeah. Uh, but I think that was all around the time when uh, Paul and Gene weren't very, getting on very well And that's when Paul went off and did his, uh, his solo tour So uh, yeah, maybe there's uh, some uh, trouble brewing in the uh, camps at that point Maybe, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Good be, man What do you got for your next one? Right, so next one I, I've got And this is quite apt because um, I'm actually about to um, Literally in two days time I'm about to uh, go on tour with uh, Mike Tramp um, nice. He's coming over uh, doing his uh, Songs of White Lion uh, Tour um, Him and a guitar player They're doing all the the, the old White Lion songs And I'm uh, uh, just on my own Doing my solo acoustic thing So uh, yeah, I've got a bunch of dates coming up Starting in a couple of days So uh, with that in mind uh, I've got my White Lion uh vintage 1989 big game Ooh. toy you, you, uh, <laughs> you're probably sensing a theme here they're, they're all literally within about three years of each other but um but this again is the, a, a totally original uh, t-shirt that I, I got in 1989 when i was like 12 years old um and what's really funny it's it's got um it's kind of got the the, the 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 white line logo on the front obviously which i always thought they had a really cool logo i thought that for all the logos they have one of the best logos and and it's got the, the the white line on the front obviously and then on the back it's just got big game in massive red letters and it's got all the the tour dates and um what's funny was a couple of years ago well, i say a couple of years ago i think it was like 2019 is right before covid um mike was over and I, um, I was playing some shows with him again when, when he was over here like four years ago. And uh, on the last night that I was with him, I, I rocked up <laughs> in, in my, uh, my White Lion Big Game shirt and he absolutely loved the fact that it was, it, it, you know, he kept coming up to me and, and kind of feeling the t-shirt as in, you know, you could see all the holes in it and stuff. And he was just really, really impressed that it was an, a proper official, t-shirt from from 1989 so uh so i think one of these dates i'm going to do with him i think i'm going to wear it on stage so <laughs> you know just to kind of tip the hat to mike and uh, and right line oh
0: that's awesome man. so my number six is L.A. Guns debut shirt. And basically, all it was was the same thing as the cover. Just the L.A. Guns emblem on the front. I don't even remember there being anything on the back. But uh, it was really cool. And I think the, the thing that really kind of got me even into that shirt even more, uh, I also like Celtic Frost. And in 89, or was it 88? I think, oh, 88, they did Cold Lake. And during that tour and a lot of the stuff that followed, uh, Tom Gabriel Warrior wore a uh, shirt. Of um of L.A. Guns on the live shows, so I always thought that was pretty cool. That like a thrash guy was trying to go glam, and he was wearing the uh, the shirt of L.A. Guns. And I remember that shirt at one point. I remember cutting it. You know, we always used to do weird shit with these shirts. And I think I cut some of it off, and um, who knows why. But but that, but that was a total '80s thing to do. But yeah, I always thought that was a cool shirt. It's a bold in-your-face design with the 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 skull and the guns. But yeah.
1: Great shirt. That that's that's a great one. Um, funnily enough, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. Uh, it's not the same shirt, but I'm gonna go with a, an LA Guns one next as well. Um, but funny you should say about the the uh, the guy from Celtic Frost wearing it. I, I remember years ago. Uh, um, I think it was like I, I was never really into Iron Maiden or anything like that, but I remember seeing they put out like a home video. Back in the late '80s, and it, I think it was filmed at the Birmingham NEC or something. I think it was called "Made in England" or something like that. And um, it's on YouTube. Uh, you know, a pro pro shot concert. And for that concert, the drummer. Um, uh, Nick, Nico uh, McBrain I think okay, it's called yeah. something like that he's wearing that LA gun shirt uh, with, the, so uh, awesome. yeah, with the shield on yeah so uh, that was another kind of and I remember as a kid thinking you know because I was kind of like well you know if you like your glam stuff you can't like your thrash stuff and your heavy stuff and I was kind of almost a little bit annoyed that like a guy from Iron Maiden Was wearing (laughs) an LA Guns (laughs) t-shirt, almost like it wasn't allowed, you know, because you kind of like almost like cross-pollinated the styles or whatever, you know. But uh, but um, but anyway, yeah. So my my shirt um is also an LA Guns one, but I went for the uh, sex, booze, and and tattoos t-shirt. Ooh, okay. Which came out? That was still from the first album um you can definitely i don't have it anymore but um you can definitely google search it and it's kind of got um it's got you know the skull kind of logo with the guns crossed really cool you know really cool design on the front and then on the back um it's got uh, sex booze and tattoos i think it's 1988 i think it was uh just a really cool t-shirt i used to wear that one a- lot when i was uh you know when i was <laughs> what i was talking about earlier you know, walking down the street and getting abuse from everybody yep. uh that was often the t-shirt that i would get abuse uh, for most for for some reason so which was actually one of the uh, the, the more tougher looking t-shirts that i wore um but uh people seem to have a problem with the sex booze and tattoos on on the back including my mom and dad yep. <laughs> who, yep. who uh, weren't too keen about me wearing it outside the house but who cares, you know?
0: Yep. Yeah, I got one of those coming too, but not. Yeah. Well, this one is a, is a pure. Actually, this one's a weird one. Did anybody ever had a one of those baseball jersey shirts? So basically, what you got is you got a white body part with the black sleeves, and, and was a little bit longer. Well, one of my favorites that was like that was Stripers to Howl with the Devil and it had the striper logo on the top, and it had the inside picture from inside of uh, To Hell with the Devil. And in that picture, man, they were like pretty glammed up. They looked like girls. They had their yellow and black on, but I think it was like a mixed bag because when you wore it to hell with the devil, even though it's against the devil, people I think sometimes got offended because it said hell, you know what I mean? So it was like weird, like you're, like you're not getting it. This is a- against the devil, not for the devil. But um, yeah, I think sometimes Striper, I think overall still to this day, sometimes confuses people, but I love that. I w- I, when I go online and I try to find that one, i mean it's going for sick money so i'm gonna have to find some kind of repo type of thing but i gotta have that again because i thought that was one of the coolest shirts i ever had oh
1: that sounds awesome yeah i know what you mean with the jersey style um mm-hmm. i never had any of those uh, they, they weren't really that popular over here but i know exactly what you're uh what, you, what you're referring to and uh yeah, I'm gonna have to check out the, that design because that sounds good. I would like Striper as well from uh, those um those classic kind of big big albums. What was it? Uh, In God We Trust was oh, uh, yeah. the one I liked the most. I thought that was a great great album. Super yeah. good album. Yeah,
0: I, I love yeah. Yeah. Okay, man.
1: What's your next right, one? So, right. So for the next one, uh, and this one is another one that um, I still have, and it's it's looking very grey and very faded now. Uh, it's Pretty Boy Floyd's uh, Leather Boys with Electric Toys Toy Ooh, that's Shirt, and, uh, nice. I don't know. I don't know where the hell I got that uh, back in the day because, you know, um, Pretty Boy Floyd p- p- definitely weren't big over here. I think I, I got it from so- some sort of like mail order place back in uh, the late 80s, early 90s, and it's basically um, it's, it's got the album cover on the front, which is just such a, an iconic album cover. And the cool thing on the back, which I always thought was a little bit different rather than having the tour dates and and uh, maybe the album title. Uh, if you turn the, 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 the I'm, I'm thinking about the vinyl now, but if you turn the vinyl over on the back, it's got the, the four kind of pictures of the individual band members yep. with kind of like, um, you know, Steve Summers and Crash and all the rest of it. And on the back, it's got the, the, the four pictures of the four uh, band members. So, uh, so, they almost kind of look like almost like Polaroids on the back, yep. uh, with their their, their names uh, over the top, just in case you needed to be reminded. <laughs> <laughs> what the band members were all, uh, you know, so Crash, Vinny, you know. Uh, and I used again used to love love that, and uh, I used to get no end of trouble from my dad, who would always be questioning me, wh- you know, whether they were women or whether they were men, and you know, why they why do they look like this and you know, I I, I keep confuse the hell out of my dad with uh, this T-shirt, but um, but I I st- and I still have it. It's 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 kind of it, it shrunk a lot, so it's um. You know, it, it, a lot of these t shirts seem to be finding my way into my girlfriend's uh, wardrobe <laughs> <I've mounted> recently. <laughs> well, I was going to say, so, man, uh, God bless but, that you. Yeah, it's on. a cool yeah. shirt, man. It's yeah. really cool.
0: I was going to say, God bless you if you could still fit in stuff from back then, because I, I don't know about you. I, I've definitely increased a few sizes since my since my youth. <laughs>
1: Okay. I can, I can, honestly I can fit into most nine out of ten of them I can still fit into but there's there's a there's a couple that are just ridiculously yeah uh, ridiculously small so they kind of uh, but I can't part with them because they're just such cool t-shirts so uh, but uh but yeah that that's a, a really really like I said I have no idea where I got that one from back in the day um, but um yeah that, that was a, a really co- still really cool looking t-shirt yeah that's
0: that's super rare for sure <laughs> okay my number four uh, it's got a story behind it too but I uh, and I know this is a tour that I went to that makes you jealous so I'm jealous that you had a pretty boy floyd shirt now you can be jealous that I saw Cinderella winger bullet boys uh, back in 89 and uh, I got the shirt I got the Cinderella long cold winter shirt and which was cool about it it was just it was just basically like a shot of them just hanging out. I don't even know. Hard to explain. It's just a it's just a, a band shot from that time. But then the Cinderella logo went up the side. Instead of being on the top, it just went up like the left-hand side. And I remember wearing that shirt the next day to school because how cool was that when you got to catch a show? Your parents actually let you go, right? On a school night, you went, and then you got to go to school, and you got to to show everybody, like, hey, losers, I went to the show, you didn't, you know, so you kind of were bragging when you wore the shirt. But, yeah, I remember, like, coming into school that next day to, like, not being able to hear very well. <laughs> like Teachers were talking to me, but I wasn't really uh, hearing them because my ears were still still ringing. But just a great memory. Cool shirt. I, I, I looked it up the other day. It's it's still out there, like, as a reproduction. So that's another one. I probably just got to break down and, and buy, uh, buy all of these again because they're just all so cool.
1: All right, so my next one is gonna be uh, this. This is a show that I didn't actually, I didn't own back in the day, but I remember a good friend of mine had this, and uh, and I was trying to think it about it the other day when we were trying to come up with this list, and uh, so I, I I did a Google search for it and I found it, and it's like the cool coolest T-shirt, also the cheesiest T-shirt without a doubt in the in the list, and uh, it's a Britney Fox T-shirt and uh it's it's from the first album and uh basically on the front it's got because uh, this is this is kind of all around the song girl school so it's got the, the britney fox logo at the top and it's got this this girl i guess she's i guess she's a school a schoolgirl girl with um a load of books and she's kind of like throwing the books away and then on the on the bottom of the t-shirt uh, <laughs> which is hilarious it says uh uh, breaking all the rules oh, and um nice. all the word all is underlined yep. um and then even better you turn it over uh, and on the back of the t-shirt um there's a chalkboard and uh <laughs> on the chalkboard is is typed you're staying after school
0: oh nice that's awesome i, I remember mean what that i one. Awesome.
1: I, I, rem- I vividly remember my my friend having it um and uh, i always wanted it um and yeah. i was trying to think of it the other day i was like what was it it was it was it, and i knew it was something related to girls school so i just typed in um britney fox girl school 88 t-shirt and there it is and uh, it's just it's just so cheesy you know the breaking all the rules on the front yeah. uh and uh, and the shortboard on the back but i the whole thing's like quite clever you know to, to tie in with the, the song girl school and and what was going on and i always love britney fox as well so uh, so there you go
0: that's, that sounds good. I'll have to Google that one. I know there's one I've been eyeing that's pretty cheesy as well it, it says Britney Fox on the top. then it's got the band like in the center, like you know, from their first album, but they're in a triangle, and the triangle is, is surrounded by chains and then underneath all of that is like these two purple fox heads that are like upside down or something was, like, it's like so 80s it's so weird, but that, that's, that'd be the one that I would uh, go invest in if I was going to get one So so, so random. but um for oh, number, number three, I got Wasp again. Like I said, I was huge into Wasp when I was a kid. Uh, this one's from the Electric Circus album, and you would think it would be the album cover because that album cover's pretty cool, him with all the tiger skin. But this one is really interesting. It's a, just a picture of all of them in black leather coats, and they have black sunglasses on. And it just says Wasp in blue, and then it says Inside the Electric Circus in red. And I just thought that was one of the coolest shirts. That was another one I wore right, right down, and it was faded, and it was all nasty, and I still kind up, wearing it, but yeah, that's one of my favorites from back in the day.
1: Oh, cool! So, Wasp makes two appearances, that's yeah. that's cool. <laughs> I
0: don't must have been oh. a lot of Wasp t shirts available where I lived, so so yeah,
1: yeah, of- exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. So, um, so I've got uh, for my next one. Um, and it's a rat T-shirt, and it's from the uh, the Reach for the Sky um, tour. And it's 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 again if you Google this, this is a really cool T-shirt. And I, I, I've seen actually, you know, you were talking about uh, a lot of these reprints happening online and stuff. I've seen this um, reprint quite a lot recently, uh, and it's just a really cool. T- picture of the band i i think it's from the 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 actual the album um not the back of the album but in inside the album that's kind of like the the insert of the the band picture from this album Uh, and that's basically the 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 shot on the front of the t-shirt rats in huge red letters at the back and then on the back it's got city to city uh, and it's got all the the tour dates from uh, the reach for the sky tour um, But I just again, I, I didn't have that one But I always I, that was one of the t-shirts. I always wanted back in the day and uh I'm definitely going to be buying it because I've seen it all over the place recently. So uh, so I'm going to be buying that one.
0: Well, I completely forgot about this shirt. I did have this shirt. As soon as you said rat, like a light bulb went off in my head. Yes, it was a giant red logo. It's the band from Reach for the Sky. I think it might say Reach for the Sky underneath all that. I'm not sure, but you're right. And it says City to City on the back. And that yeah, shirt was yeah. so cool. Yeah, that I, I would love to have that one again too. But yeah, I had that one. So yeah, that was a cool one.
1: Yeah, I think the co- the colours on that were really cool because it was kind of like it in the uh, behind the band. It's kind of almost like there's a blue blue behind it, and it's kind of yes. it, it just looks a re- the colouring on it's just great with the, the 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 logo in red. It's very cool.
0: Yep. Okay. So for my number two, it's not one of the most earth shattering designs, but I think it was the first hair metal rock shirt I ever got. And it was Motley Crue, Theater of Pain. That was one of my early albums that I ever bought, you know, from from this genre. And I know that had to have been the first shirt I ever had. And it was... It was cool, man, because I think Motley Crue logo was in yellow and the 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 faces were pink. It just had all the like the '80s hair model vibe, colors, and everything. And um, I might have said "Theater of paint on the back. I don't really remember, but but that was one. I I have a lot of you know photographs that I look through in photo books. And I see my you know see me with that on, and it just brings back a lot of memories. So that that was one of my one of my early probably the first one I ever got.
1: Oh, that's great that's that's good to hear yeah and you still <clears throat> and we're still talking about it all these years later so uh, <laughs> right we still love the inner pain to, to hell with what everybody else says right yeah exactly Fine exactly right. so um right so so for my uh my last one um I'm going with warrants and the blood sweat and beers tour Ooh, cool. t-shirt from uh, 91. And that's the one. Um, my a friend of mine has this one, and um, I, I'm gonna steal it one day because I. Every time I see him wear it, I just it, it, it would look a lot better on me let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, and I think from, from what I, re- I remember, it's got, it's got the um, it's got the Warren logo at the top, and it's got it's got like a a cartoon of a girl kind of holding a teddy bear and she's kind of all kind of cherry pied up and stuff so it's very you know it's, it's your, your typical sexist yep. <laughs> um, hair metal t-shirt you know i don't think you get away with putting a t-shirt out like that these days but she she's um she's on the front and then it's got um the blood sweat and beers tour dates on the back and that was one of those tours that i i uh, I, I so wish i'd have been at that tour with uh with Warren and trickster and and firehouse Mm and you know obviously i watched the pay-per-view um uh, you can actually get that everywhere on dvd now. the whole thing and obviously watch the whole concert on youtube as well and uh but a massive warren fan as you know and uh, i just love the fact that it's just so just so hair metal you know and it's kind of like uh, almost along the lines of kind of how motley crew t-shirts were back yep. in the day you know a little bit kind of uh a little bit risky a little bit um you know and this was one that i can imagine like i said there's no way i'd have got out of the house wearing this one but um but uh yeah like i said my my friends got an original copy of this uh, uh original copy original um t-shirt of this one uh, that I, again, I don't know where he got this, but um, but he's got the original from. He's, I think he got it on eBay or something. But uh, I'm I'm thinking of borrowing it permanently. <laughs> and keep <give> it in the <laughs> back, you know.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, my number one, also not one that's super rare, but it's got a cool story behind it. And you know, a lot of times what you do is you you'd go to the mall with your friends. And you'd buy a shirt that was pretty common you know there's always some kind of store that sold maybe multiple stores that sold these kinds of t-shirts and you'd kind of come home buying one without getting mom and dad's permission And the one that I bought was it's the poison um look what the cat dragged in is on the front. But what was cool about this one was that it really wasn't a replica of what the what the album looked like. It was kind of cartoony. So almost like they looked almost cartoonish and their faces were just all white and maybe they had like red lips, but it was mostly like a white and green setup. On the back of the shirt, though, this is where the problem comes, right? It says talk. Dirty, dirty's in uh green, and then the rest of it is in white. Talk dirty to me, right? And I just remember I had the shirt on, my mom walks by me, she's like, Oh my, what does that say? You are not wearing that shirt outside of the house. And you know, it's so it's hilarious now because when you think about it, I mean the stuff that people say and do today, dirty is nothing. But at the time in nineteen eighty seven Top dirty to me was basically slightly offensive. So yeah, I remember my mom got pretty ticked off about it. I think I did end up getting to wear it to school and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's it was a cool shirt. And I honestly, I've looked up online to find this exact shirt and I can't find it. I can find. Things that are like a replica of the album cover, like the real guys. I've even found some ones where they're drawn, but it's not the one that I had. So I'm going to keep hunting to see if I can find this one. But uh, that was just a cool one. Bold colors, bold statement on the back. And I uh, just remember, you know, I was in trouble with this one. So, but, so, so it, 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 did, it did what it was meant to do. Piss your parents off
1: yeah exactly yeah that's the, the, the more you can piss your parents off the better really that's a, that's a good a good one to end with you know what? I, I'm sure I'm gonna have to have a look but my again it must be sort of a reprint but I know for a fact that my girlfriend has something very similar to what you've just described but I'm not sure whether it has the top 30 to me on the back but yeah. I'm gonna have a look and if I can find it I'm gonna post a, a picture to you Mike
0: awesome man well hey it was so great talking about these shirts you definitely brought up a few that brought back memories that i completely forgot about so like i said these were huge this was just as big of a part as the album itself to to have this on and to let people know that you were a fan of certain bands so i'm uh, so glad we got to talk about this and about the new midnight city album man i wish you all the best with it
1: thanks a lot mike it's been great
0: well that was great catching up with rob i hope you enjoyed it rock on